7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Coming to you live and electrified from Studio A, high atop the escarpments of Whitetail Peak. So, what's on your mind tonight? I mean, you know I'm going to tell you what's on mine. No, 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 no. You done got me talking politics. I didn't want to. Objecting to me starting the recording while well, it's too late. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Psycho Semantic Podcast. Welcome once again to the wonderful Heather Powell from uh, the Friday Nightmares Podcast and um, Slumber Party Massacre still going on. Yeah, I'm a yeah, little behind. Still... I'm a little behind. That's still going on. We're still recording that once a month. And yeah, it's nice to be back again, Darren. We do talk off air. Of course. Darren, it always keeps Scotty and I abreast on all the political things that are going on. And I just look down from my high chair in Canada and go, well, it's bad here, but at least we don't have that. (laughs) At least we have universal health care. Yes. Our conservatives believe in science, or at least pretend to. At least they pretend to enough in public that, you know, it gets, uh, actually, we just got encouraged today to go back to wearing masks. Not It's not mandated again. We kept our mask mandate longer than you guys did. I think we kept it the longest. Because oh. um, even when I was traveling to England and I came back in May, I had to have my vaccine stuff. I had to be masked in the airport. England, they didn't care. Ireland, they didn't care. But back in Canada, they cared. So it was only in October that that was lifted. So um, we're back to suggesting masks, and that is a conservative government. So I guess that says something, that they do think masks have some value in not spreading germs this time of year. Is that why doctors have been wearing them forever? (laughs) I know this shocks you that when you go into the hospital, Darren, in healthcare settings, professionals wear them. I know you probably just thought they were like a accessory, but they actually have a purpose. I know. <laughs> I I need I have to go apologize to a bunch of doctors that I yelled at because I thought they were just virtue signaling. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have we have chatted, but we haven't chatted, I guess, formally. One could say on a podcast in a long time. But I think the last time. The last, I feel like the last time we chatted on a podcast was on yours. Yes. When we yes, did we had Society you on. and mm-hmm. a few other films. Sort of. I think we did Assassination films. as well. Yep. Assassination Nation. We did that one. Nation. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, that was a dark one. That was a hard one for me to get through. I remember being really challenged getting through that film just because of the content in it. Society was just more of a really good. Really good 80s, 80s film that kind of just plays on elitism. It's great. Yeah. Highly recommend to anybody. Still sure. not covered on this show. but Oh, really? You should yeah. get to that. Uh, you know, 
I think it's been going long enough. I, I've, there, I've probably waited too long for some stuff, but I mean, it's never too late if you eventually get around to it. Oh, yeah. I definitely was holding off on doing some of the big hitters until I at least got better at pretending to know what I'm doing on here, or at least <laughs> steering the ship instead of being like Chris, Chris Farley's character. It was like, you remember that time? That was, that was really cool. <laughs> that sounds like every time I talk to you, Darren, you're like, and blah, 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 Constitution, and da, da, da. I'm like, oh, man, I'm Canadian. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'm going to pretend like I do and be like, yeah, Darren, that sounds bad, bad, Darren. Well, you know. da Darren, that means I'm angry, too, automatically. <laughs> It's probably one of the old, like, of the quote-unquote modern governments. It's probably the one based off the oldest, least adjusted for modern time documents. I feel like every other country has mm -hmm. worked to stay with the times. And that's not what the people in 1787 would have wanted. So, <laughs> Well, you know, you still got politicians that think that people are upset over civil wars and the loss of civil wars and the going back to that which is concerning to say the minimum uh, but i guess that's just me being super woke now isn't it darren <laughs> yes that is very woke of you and thank you for segueing us into the topic i think possibly the last time you were on here it was another sort of discussion like this but it might have been a group discussion and that one was about what was the actual kickoff point of that episode i think it was the election yeah that works the response of i think of of the or not the election the response of a specific group to the election results there, there was that but we are here to talk in our psychosemantic fashion about woke, wokeness, <laughs> wokeism, what, as Ben Shapiro would say, the authoritarian left. Uh, <laughs> which, um, which even when you say authoritarian left, it's just like, you know, it's like, I, I won't go into this tangent too much, but what really fired me up about this. And so we have a uh, school board trustee elections here. I'm sure you guys have something similar. And um, there was a woman who was running in my riding and she dropped off a pamphlet and her pamphlet was stop woke. And already I was mad <laughs> and I was upset that I just took the pamphlet and didn't fight with her. Right. So anyway, she leaves it. So I go to her, her Facebook group and it's like, I don't want wokeness in the classroom, which school trustees here, by the way, don't have any control over curriculum. They're just there to advocate for like lunches and shit and like, you know, better supplies for the gym class. Like they're not there for a curriculum. They don't get a say in curriculum. So I don't know what this woman thought she was going to do. But anyway, um, she wanted to get rid of critical race theory. And then she accused our school systems of becoming Marxist. And I am so tired, <laughs> Darren, of people using Marxists to just clarify something they don't like. Like authoritarian left and Marxism. I feel like none of them ever took a sociology class in Marxism. And they have absolutely zero idea <laughs> what the theory is. <laughs> like it just, it drives me bonkers. I just feel like sometimes they just throw words out to make it sound scary. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, so anyway. Yes. I know exactly what you're saying. Right. Because there are there you will see protesters with signs that say things like 
keep your socialist hands off my Medicare, which if you don't know what Medicare is, but you're laughing, so you have a good idea. But anyone else out there, it is our government-run health care system that they give to the elderly. Yeah, so that's, that's so, so that combined. Anyway, she lost, by the way. I Good. another um, another gentleman um, decided to run against her, a twenty four year old young man who had a actually background in education, and he chose to run because of her campaign, and he was elected. And I don't usually get politician signs on my lawn, and I had a the biggest sign he would put on my lawn was on my lawn um, because I just could not tolerate like at the end of the day if that is that woman's views that like i can't change her opinion that's not going to happen but to put out pamphlets to be like it's woke because it's critical race theory and it's marxism i'm like i can't even understand your argument is so ridiculous none of those things make any sense so i don't want you anywhere near school so (laughs) you can't win (laughs) speaking gibberish lady like it doesn't even flow so you know, if you truly believe that we live in a Marxist state and that critical race theory is somehow disrupting your very uh, white cis life that you're living, that's fine. That can be your own personal views, but I don't want you in a decision-making power of any shape or form. So, yeah. <laughs> right? <It's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, there. that is also a lot of politicians who have nothing to do with curriculum and people that run for school board will often bring up critical race theory. It's like, it's not critical race theory. In current events, like in current, the way our world is structured, unless of course you have something to lose by people questioning the structure. (laughs) Which is usually, usually the case. Mm -hmm. Um, For in my preparation for our discussion, I ended up watching uh, Ben Shapiro's commencement speech to PragerU students, which I don't know if you know what PragerU is. No, I have no idea. It's it's like a right-wing... Dennis Prager runs it, but it's like, the woke left is trying to indoctrinate your student, your your children, and trying to push this... Marxist, communist, socialist, anarchist, blah, 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 blah. So come to us for the real information. They present themselves as set, like, you know, rational, but uh, his video was like, congratulations on your comment on moving from the authoritarian left ivory tower of the, of the, or the ivory tower of the authoritarian left that is college and moving on to the glass and steel tower of the authoritarian left and talk about how corp- corporate America is left is run by leftists. And... I'm, I'm looking at the website now and I can see that they have a, uh, my favorite is they have TBA to be honest history and they have a gentleman that's African American in like a Christopher Columbus outfit. I feel like that's probably not T B A T totally be honest history. Um, I feel like we're missing some stuff there. So yeah. um, you know, it's interesting. 
that uh and what's kevin's what's that guy that played hercules oh kevin sorbo, kevin sorbo? Yeah, yeah he's 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 here um him and james yeah. woods and tim allen and randy quaid and Dennis hey quaid. you know you know it's it's not shocking and then they have one lady who is african-american or black that's that has a little podcast and then another white lady and then some old white guy so you know they have lots of options <laughs> yeah they're they're very diverse they're very <laughs> they're very woke i think this is pretty woke darren i'm just saying <laughs> it's too it, it is too woke they've they've come for us they have so that's interesting so how was that i i find that that must have been an interesting speech it was interesting i learned that most people in society are either don't care about politics or are conservatives yeah. And the laws and rules of society are really like when there's a family, a man and a woman, of course, with multiple children and one child is a vegetarian, everybody having to eat vegetarian. That is what society is like because it's the small percentage of people forcing everyone to believe their beliefs and that corporations waste millions of dollars on diversity and they want people to feel bad about being white and become less white. And what else, <laughs> what else did he say? It's true. They definitely want people to shop less at target and eat less Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and what's the other one where they all go after? It's always a thing um, that's always made fun of. I'm going to go to church and then I'm going to go yell at some server at it's a specific <laughs> restaurant chain. What is it? Oh, Golden Corral? Not Golden, Golden Corral. Golden Corral is a place. Yeah. Okay. Or but Cracker the, Barrel, maybe. Cracker, Cracker Barrel. Barrel. There it is. Yes. There it is. Cracker Barrel. Good old Cracker Barrel. Yep, the Cracker Barrel, which I've never been to. That's because you've been absorbed by the diversity culture and you haven't been able to practice your true heritage. Brainwashed. I'm eating gravy and potatoes. <laughs> Cracker Barrel, Darren. I bet you like sushi too, Darren. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, nope. I actually don't. Whenever we get oh, sushi, good. I'm still an eight-year-old and I get the chicken fried rice. Oh, well, oh, well there you go. Good. Staying close to your heritage there. It's got meat. It's got meat in it. <laughs> Not fish. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> well, it's an interesting and you know, I I I think what people forget with with extremism that yes, of course, you can find extreme people on any different sides, but I find, and well, and I know you have the history of woke coming, so I'll definitely let you, you know, take that over there. I just, for me, I am so tired of people using it as a term if they don't like something. They don't enjoy a movie. It was too woke for me. Instead of saying, like, you know, I didn't really like the plot, the message I didn't agree with, or I'm tired of hearing that message and I don't want to hear it anymore – that I can even appreciate over, well, it's just too woke. Because then I feel you're just being lazy now. 
And you can't be bothered to describe what's actually wrong because woke isn't actually a, a bad thing, in my humble opinion, of course. But the people who are saying that see it as a bad thing. And that's why it's <laughs> yeah. pejorative. It's like social justice warrior. It's mm-hmm. to an extent, I feel like it's the people that always complained about PC have yes. evolved or at least seen PC as an uh, or woke as uh evolvement from PC. And I can see them definitely be related because I mean I I think it it's hard when it's when it's a word because language is so flexible that mm-hmm. everybody adds their meanings and their definitions to things. So I mean there there are woke or whatever people who don't necessarily like the phrase woke because of the negative connotations that have been added to it but i i mean woke pc whatever practiced rationally is really just treating people with respect i find it the biggest compliment when someone says i'm woke i say thank you and sometimes they may not mean it as such but i'm like you mean i understand there's inequalities in this world and use my power and privilege as a white heterosexual woman to make sure other people have resources to help them be successful what i don't see how that's an insult (laughs) (laughs) i'm not quite getting how that is a problem but you know you need to lose your you need to lose your empathy and get some apathy that must be the case. And, you know, I think the thing that drives me the most bananas before I'm, I keep cutting you off from doing a definition is that, you know, a better life for others is a better life for all of us economically. Like, I'm not just even talking from the social stance. So I don't have children. Darren knows this. Um, but I am a huge advocate of public schools here in Ontario. I live in Canada for anyone who's not aware. I live in the province of Ontario. And I have a semi-detached, so I pay a fair amount in property taxes. My property taxes go to schools. And I, when the school trustee came around that I voted for, I said, I would increase my property taxes in a heartbeat if you told me that there was going to be lunch programs in every school, tutoring for every kid. Because I understand that an educated society, a well-fed society, a a, a society that is getting the nutrients that it needs will grow up to be successful they'll be able to be more likely to get better jobs better skill sets and continue to run the economy as i get older and can no longer run the economy because we live in a capitalist society it's not going to change anytime soon so we're going to have to work within the system we have less people in healthcare that need healthcare issues if they have a healthier lifestyle like a b c d f g it's not just oh well i don't want to spend more because i don't have kids like what a dumb view it is such an uneducated view of looking at the whole global market, but I find that people don't want to take that step and think that far. So we throw in woke and we throw in other things to kind of shelter us from being challenged to think what would the benefits of this actually be if we had less inequalities and more resources for other people. I oh, people, I should say. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I remember... It was an easy thing to do, especially because I didn't own property in a lot of uh, city levies and tax levies and things like that here in the States are based off property taxes. But I was still paying it to my landlords. But I voted for all the school shit. Never Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I didn't think I was going to have a kid until about a year and a half before I had a kid. <laughs> had a kid. It was not really anything that I aspired to do. And then it became a thing that we decided to do. But I always saw the value and the need, especially here in the States, for more funding for schools. Because you get... I'm yeah, uh, smarter people make the world better. And like food on the table. And I live in a pretty affluent community, but there is a lot of poverty everywhere. And when they put public transit in my community, I was all up for it. And there were pushbacks. I'm like, just because you don't need to take the bus doesn't mean someone else doesn't need to. And I find and the and and you're not getting that if they can take the bus, then they can get to resources. They can get to work. They're able to get their kids to school easier. They're able to have autonomy and freedom. Like, there's just such a disconnect, Darren. And then I find those same people will watch a Jordan Peele film um, about Get Out or Us or I don't know. Name one because it's an easy low-hanging fruit because most people have seen them. And they go, well, it's woke. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're missing the message of the film. They're missing that there is issues and there are things that are affecting all of us economically. And there's a lot of rich old white guys running both of our fucking countries. And like, it's, it's like new, 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 new. And it's just, and it's very, very frustrating that you just throw the term on woke just to, just to kind of satisfy the fact that you don't want to critically think about could things be done better. It, uh, it shakes my comfort. So it must be bad because I don't care because I don't care. So if I don't care about something, it's not a problem. Right. 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 Or we don't. And it's not like it's going to be fixed overnight, but like, I don't know. Your country getting fucking universal health care would be a great fucking start. I don't know. Like, you know, it's a concept that, you know, when I explained to Americans, we talked about this before. It's beating a dead horse. You're paying into premiums. You'd be paying that into taxes for the healthcare. Like I'm not quite fucking getting what the problem, what the disconnect is here, right? You're still paying for it. You know, you're still paying into a benefit plan that you have to get healthcare from. But there's been this convinced by a lot of old white guys in power that you need to do this because they're the ones that are getting rich off of it, and they control a lot of the message. So I feel like even the term woke from them is used as like um. A label that people like PC, you're right. Like, I can hold on to this woke thing and that's the problem instead of me. I don't know. It's the whole American dream concept, too. Like, if you work hard enough and best enough and fast enough and you'll get here. And it's and it's like that whole illusion. I don't know. It's like a David Copperfield magic show yeah. that's just constantly going on for us all the time in North America. <laughs> it's the carrot dangled. It's like, right? one day you'll get to be the boot. Right? right? <laughs> one day. <laughs> But until then, it's woke, and you don't like it. (laughs) It is woke. Pay no attention to the fact that every single member of Congress has government-funded universal health care for life. Mm -hmm. They get automatic, uh, they get retirement. Like, everyone in Congress is a socialist, Marxist, communist that they complain about. Uh, or at least more like it than the people that they are trying to warn people against. And you brought up Get Out with Woke. 
and that also has the extra thing about him trying to maintain consciousness and not go to sleep, mm-hmm. not go to the yes. dark place. And he did that on purpose because I I mean the I found I didn't read all of it, but I found a bit of a summary of a linguistics PhD student was looking into woke a couple years ago for her yeah. paper. And in like the 1920s in America was one of the first times it was used in the sort of way that is talked about right now. And it sort of jumps. I mean, there uh, there's references to those, but, you know, stay. It, it was rooted in the African-American community and it was, you know, stay awake, stay alert be aware of the injustices and the prejudices mm-hmm. around you. And, uh, you know, musicians use ref- reference the word. And, you know, Lead Belly had a song with uh, lyrics about it. And sort of throughout the political movements, like many things, it eventually gets stolen by white conservatives <laughs> and kind of ruined. <laughs> um, and it really kind of entered the mainstream in the way that we're talking about it in around, uh, was it 2014 when, uh, Michael Brown was killed in Ferguson, uh, Missouri by, uh, officer Darren Wilson, um, and the black lives matter movement mm-hmm. and race old old comfortable racists really didn't like the new civil rights movement sort of getting started. So it's woke. It's bad. It's woke. And of course, some people like one person I can think of is Nancy Pelosi. She is a Democrat, but she's an out of touch liberal doing stuff like kneeling with an African sash or, you know, she had Lynn Manuel Miranda read a poem on the anniversary of the attempted coup that we had here. Just sort of performative liberalism in its most sort of corny. I So I could see that the more traditional leftists think mm-hmm. of that or that uh, sort of bring up those sort of thoughts when the word gets brought up especially like like you you talk about like we don't i you and i don't really uh seem to we're not bothered when people call us woke but we don't go around calling ourselves woke no no you know it's that's the sort of difference that the left sees in in the term but it was very much like yeah it, it was just an evolving slang that was left alone for so long and then it became the the boogeyman or uh bogeyman depending on what country you're in yeah for the for the conservative right and it's yeah. sort of the it, it's it's like a slur they can say on the news you yes. know we've the woke the woke scolds of the world have taken away all their fun slurs so woke has that bitterness and that bile and all the other words that some people want to say. And I, some people say it just toss off. Like we've got friends that 
we consider good people, but they would say that sort of shit. Right. You know? Right. But there are the more extreme folk, the Ben Shapiro's out there drying vaginas everywhere they go. And, <laughs> um, and things like that. But yeah, it really was a, a very, I think it made sense. Like, you know, it's like keep your head on a swivel, but it's, yeah, I don't know. And that community had to mm-hmm. because they were oppressed the moment they stepped foot on this property and this land. We oppress the people that were here before, we being white people. And, like, you can fucking call that woke all you want. It's the fucking truth. <laughs> so you don't have to like it, but that's how it went down. So, yes, if I was a member of a group of individuals or identified as a group of individuals that had been told to work in fields, my rights taken away, beaten if I had to do things, told I couldn't drink at water fountains, had to fight for the right to go to school, and can't walk down the street without being afraid of being carted, yeah, i probably keep my wits about me too. Because right. it's a different world for that individual than it is for me as a white heterosexual woman. Now, I have other challenges or barriers, quote-unquote, but on the pecking order, I'm doing pretty good in society. I am just below the white man. <laughs> right? And I think that that is just, I think you're so right, Darren, on the money that conservatives hold on to it. But I think people do as well as something to, if anything is presented to me and makes me feel bad for finding something funny. Like, I can't tell you how many times i've heard well i guess i can't make that joke anymore (laughs) or this tv show would never get made today because our society is so woke i'm like great news that's still available on dvd or blu-ray and youtube no one is preventing you from watching it actually no one said you can't watch all in the family ever again no one's actually ever said that to you They've just said that there's social constructs there that don't make sense in 2022, and nor should they. Like, yes, I have watched older pieces of film that use real offensive language and do really shitty things that aren't that long ago, a.k.a. American Pie. Like, let's talk about the sexual harassment and shit in that film and the homophobia and all the other stuff. But can I look at it and go, well, that was 2000, it was a different time, doesn't make it okay but I understand that it's snapshotting that in 2000. Sure. Do I find the same things funny now? I personally don't. But while I watch Eddie Murphy's Delirious or Raw and laugh at some of the stuff he says, yes, I still do. And I own that. I, I do. I do. That doesn't mean that there's not problems with some of the stuff he says. Absolutely. But like, I feel like people just throw woke if they're like, well, someone's basically told me I can't like this anymore, so it's woke. They're being woke. <laughs> Instead of, like, acknowledging that, yes, maybe things have changed. And that's not appropriate now. But that doesn't mean that you still can't go get access to it. Like, what were those books that were banned? What was it? The who? Like, what certain books weren't going to be printed anymore? Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. I like to play the fun game when that happened, Darren, of getting people to name me the books that were banned. <laughs> or not being printed, sorry. They weren't even banned. They just yeah. weren't being printed anymore. It's like, we're not going to make these right. anymore. Right. So I would get, I would say, 
name it. And I wait. You know, not one person could name one. I had to Google that shit because I didn't know what they were either. <laughs> well, but and it's very the, upsetting. One and one of the lyric, one of the one of the books was like China man eats rice. No, guess what? That shouldn't be something that we're reading to kids in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Don't worry, you can still hop on pop and talk about the Lorax and the trees. No one's done shit about that, so don't worry. We still have environmental problems. No one got the point of that book. So I don't understand where people get to this, like, it's woke then it's banned, when it's just like, well, no, it's just they're not recreating that material anymore. Yeah, You can still access it if you want to. What was what, – yeah, that movie could never be made anymore. Oh, Mel Brooks could never – Right. Never do stuff like that. And a lot of the times is it really wasn't okay when it happened. And people were bothered by it when it happened. That's a very good point. just didn't have to give a shit. But the people didn't have the voice who were upset by it. And it was okay to make fun of marginalized people. Right. And And you feel guilty because you find it funny because you're not that marginalized person. Right. And I, yes, I find the, and that's where I get, yes, I don't like right wing politics using it, but I get that that's just a scare tactic. I get more frustrated when I'm talking to a fellow podcaster and they tell me a movie wasn't good and their reasoning goes, oh, it was woke. I kind of like, I just, my head can't take it. I just find it such a low hanging, ridiculous reason to say you didn't like a film and just a complete misuse of the term. And it, I, I don't know. That's where it really gets me. It really does. Because now you're using a term. And it's usually a movie that has something to say. Like the top three here. So oh, get yes. this, Darren. Hey, the hey. top three horror woke films. Of all, are all time. Jordan. Yes. Three out of the five are Jordan Peele films. Of course. Get Out. Us. Nope. The fourth is Annabellum, and the fifth is Candyman 2021. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they don't have 1990 in there, because 1990 was also about racial issues and political injustice. But I guess we've decided that, I don't know, that, that doesn't upset people as much. But it is crazy to me that the five films we see here all are starring, directed by people who are black. <laughs> I mean, it's just unacceptable. Like, and even Jordan Peele makes it on the top seven with Lovecraft Country. You mean the clan members in Lovecraft Country being villains is woke? God. That's right. Damn it. That's right. Police and- harassing black people in sundown towns? That didn't happen, right? so it's just woke. Oh, wait. It did happen? Right. I just find that it's interesting that the top five horror films are that. Now, here are the top <laughs> the top ten mo- woke movies that ruined franchises. Okay. To this article. So the first one is Terminator Dark Fate 2019. I have not seen that one. I, Neither I, have I. I stopped, at, stopped after Terminator 3. Um, it just says that the decision to cut off John Connor in the first five minutes and replace him was the biggest problem, and the radical eye-rolling feminism was everywhere. Oh, okay. A girl, <laughs> a, a girl, main character, that 
I bet doesn't even pass the Bechdel test, but who knows? <laughs> um, did you know the Bechdel test? I'm I'm a little unfamiliar no, with it, so if I'm talking no. about it, uh, Allison Bechdel, uh, writer, comic book writer, um, had like a scale of way to judge a movie or a piece of art if it passes the Bechdel test. Two women or two female characters have to have a conversation. I forget how long and not it be about a man to pass. Mm. And you'd be surprised how few do. I mean, there's lots. Oh, that I don't, would not but, be surprised. But if you go through, uh, there was a podcast that I listened to for a while called the Bechdel test. And, uh, the two women that did it would find a movie and they would say if the characters passed and didn't. And there's a lot of classics that are like, nope, two, two female characters did not have a conversation, not about another male character for any distinguishable, uh, distinguishable length of time. Well, it's uh, interesting. Yeah. You should talk about females because the next one is a coast course, the infamous, Ghostbusters 2016. Oh, they they try they replaced all the penises with boobs, and I don't like it. <laughs> now I never saw this movie either. I'm not the biggest Ghostbusters fan. I like the the most recent one. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I never saw this one, not because of any other reason than I just didn't. Uh, but the argument is that it was. The swapping of the genders was just the biggest mistake. Um, And Leslie Jones apparently unacceptable attacked on fans. I don't know what her attack was. Maybe she told people that they didn't have to like the film and that made them upset because, I don't know, fans get really upset about stupid shit. So (laughs) um, (laughs) You didn't make it the way I wanted it. It sucks. You know there's a petition out there to remake Halloween Ends? I heard that, and I didn't believe it for a second, and then I remembered I live in this world. Right. So the second, the third movie, Wonder Woman 1984. Really? Yeah. Oh, because there are two female lead characters. See, my issue with Wonder Woman 1984 is... the sort of I, and and it's I feel like I was kind of looking for it and I was adding real world stuff was Gal Gadot is kind of pro Israel anti Palestine and it can oh, okay. it can come out a, a bit in her work and I'm I think Palestine needs to get out of the apartheid state that they are living under the Israeli government which is not all Jewish people, it is the Israeli government. Yes, a very different, I'm glad you made that very clear <laughs> statement, Darren. Yes. Um, I never saw the movie. Yet again, I'm not a big Marvel or DC or whatever this is fan. The next one surprised me, though, because I saw, um, I think, the first two, but I didn't see the final one. Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Oh, it's a no, it's a girl, and Leia has the Force too, and a, it's oh. girls beat up boys, and um, 
I mean, all the Star Wars movies are kind of political because it's hinged on a fascist overlord and a rebellion against it. But... Yeah, like, weren't they all that? And, like, women were empowered in, like, a lot of them. Princess Leia... You know, in the 70s and 80s, she did, like, fuck shit up. Like, she oh, wasn't just yeah. like, oh, I'm a damsel. Like, she handled her shit where she needed to. And I really liked Rogue One. I thought the main, like, that's the last one I saw. I thought she was the main, I think, Rue? Rue was her name? I can't remember what her name was. But she oh, was Ray. very empowered. Ray. I was like, what's, like, that was a person of color and a female in the main role. When have everyone been mad about that? Like, I don't understand because I haven't seen it, maybe. No, people you know. were people were mad that when they thought that Finn, uh, uh, I think his name's John Boyega, who uh, was in Attack the Block. If you haven't, have you seen Attack the Block? No, no, I gotta watch it though. Okay, uh, that was I think one of his first movies. But there, I mean, yeah, well, there were people that thought it was woke when they thought it was gonna be a black Jedi. Even though in the, what, the early thousands, we had Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson on the Jedi Council. Well, and like, and we, when you had Star Trek, you know, like, this is aliens, just so we're clear. I know Star Trek and Star Wars are different, but it's all based on aliens. Are we mm-hmm. going to think a whole bunch of white people are just floating around space? Yeah. Like that. <laughs> of Sorry. course. Right, right. I just obviously I, right. <laughs> like, would that be the one place where you'd be okay with like anything and everything? Because that's the fantasy of science fiction, or maybe the reality. Who knows of like different life forms? So I don't think a, a black Jedi is really reaching here. Um, I think that just kind of goes with the territory of who would be there. Like, I don't understand. It's all forced. people of different races exist in society. I'm sure they would expose existence in society too. <laughs> it's just forced to appease the authoritarian left. That's right. That's, just, that's the case. Just <laughs> like when they make movies nowadays based off comic book characters with long-standing stories, but those were in things you had to read. So right. I don't know if it actually exists. And since yeah. it's happening now, it is just pandering and virtue signaling. And it's not something that's been established for 10, 20, 50, 100 years. Right. I just, yet again, slapping woke on things that you just didn't like that much. Just say the movie wasn't for me. I didn't like the characters. I didn't buy into the story. Not, it was woke so I didn't like it. It's just such a cop. Anyway, next one. Charlie's Angels 2019. I don't know I didn't which see one that. it was. I saw the first one whenever that the first movie what is they made I I'm interested did they say why Um let's see here it's no so Elizabeth Banks was a relatively likable actress but she since degraded herself into a toxic unpalatable personality it's no surprise that her directorial duties on the 2019 Charlie's reboot ended in complete disaster you're hard to press to find one person within 10 block neighborhood that remembers it well that's fair we both said we didn't remember it um how does that make it woke i don't know it but it it says that it's it just means it's not a good film 
So this, the next one on here is the most recent, probably more popular film, No Time to Die, the most recent James Bond. Oh. Um, and this one is considered woke because is less woke than audience first thought, but that doesn't mean wokeness didn't have a part in his downfall. As any 007 film delays for so many years was bound to test fans' patience because he gets their children and live for a film. Anyway, but the cast and crew decided to pick up an open wound with a divisive, hardly charged rhetoric. Uh, they're going to neuter Bond for the sake of his fractional woke minority, and it didn't play well. Bond's <laughs> womanizing bad boy behavior is tied. So it's a shame he was no longer like manipulating women. I can't like the Bond movies because he didn't manipulate women. Anymore. He stopped like slapping was, women. Like it's it was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, everyone. You can still go back and watch Thunderball. Guess what? <laughs> I need my James Bond to abuse women. I don't even know how many different people have played James Bond. Nobody's had a problem with being a different person all the time because it's no. a code name. That could be given to any spy. And I think it could it, be done by a woman. I was very excited when I thought it was going to be Idris Elba. Oh, I know, right? I know. But people are just more upset that he can't sexually harass women anymore. Look. All right, Aaron. What is the point of being James Bond unless you're trying to get an STD? Right? <laughs> and there's no better way to blend in in modern times than be a total asshole and smack women around. Right. You know what? That's what this is about. And uh, anyway, so people have decided that that makes it woke. Um, and then the next one is Men in Black International 2019. Oh. Um, I guess that's because it was a na namely the men are all morons and the women succeed simply because they're breathing. I Isn't... don't. <laughs> Isn't that how the world works? <laughs> but this is the one that surprises me, Darren. Okay. And I actually really love this film being a child from the, you know, era of video games and arcade. Mortal Kombat 2020. How what? on earth was that movie woke? <laughs> I don't quite get that. I don't like, know. I'm I, I, there was Cole, a character written specifically for the movie. Yeah, that's true. Unlike um, other characters in movies. Right. And, and, you know, and the reasoning behind the decision was to find an excuse to knock fan favorite Johnny Cage out of the film because he was white. Um... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you you have two people that Sub Zero and Scorpion that that have magical powers in this film. You have Sonya who didn't do much, honestly, throughout the entire thing. And it was based off a video game. Yeah. And Johnny Cage was in a Mortal Kombat movie already. And I bet he was most people's least favorite character, except for the people who grew up to complain about wokeness. I think the two favorite, the most favorite characters would not even be the white characters in Mortal Kombat. I know when I play Mortal Kombat, I always want to play Sub-Zero or Scorpion first off. I could have just seen a Scorpion Sub-Zero movie and would have been happy with it because they're, to me, like, no one's like, Johnny Cage, everyone's like, finish him. Like, how yeah. often do you hear that quote? I don't, Get I don't even know. Get over here. Yeah. 
like, and then there's Jet Lee. Is it not Jet Lee? Um, Liu Kang. Liu Kang. Yep. Right. Like, I would argue that Johnny Cage is not a fan favorite. It's just a character that was in there. I don't know. I am never. And out of the film because he was white. Yeah, not getting that one. Not getting that one. Yeah, I don't think it was. Uh, was he ever supposed to be in the film? But like, characters have to die in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like, if it's you played mortal. Mortal Kombat and you were playing Johnny Cage and you got killed, you'd be like, "Man, you guys just beat me because Johnny Cage is white." <laughs> I just want to do the splits nut punch over and over and over <laughs> I again. I don't get though. Anyway, obviously this person did not like Mortal Kombat. So the next one is Birds of Prey 2020. Oh, was that the um, Harley Quinn spinoff? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because it's a movie about female characters for the most part. Just like people are flipping out about She-Hulk these days. But I clearly remember She-Hulk existing when I was a little kid. Yeah. Because I thought She-Hulk was hot. I, I, yeah. And the last movie here is Captain Marvel, which I guess had a female. Um, and, like, I'm reading the arguments. And the arguments are things like, well, as we said, like, it's stuff like, because Johnny Cage dies because he's white. I'm not quite getting... So, like, I feel like this article is is trying to communicate that maybe some of these, you know, and obviously this is a person's opinion, but I don't quite get that it's backed up with facts. That's fine to have an opinion. Like, I could argue with Darren all night and say, no, Darren, the moon is made of cheese. It is 100% made of cheese. And one day we're going to have a cheese shower that's going to bless North America with all the mozzarella we can ever eat. And and Darren could say things like, well, Heather, that doesn't make sense because cheese is made on Earth and it's made from animals. But and when the cow it. jumped over the moon. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Darren, there's a cheese moon. Then, you know, I'm allowed to believe in said cheese moon. But when you present information as facts, but the facts don't back up your argument, that's where there's a things woke <laughs> very lazy writing it is and like here's the thing if this person really thought captain marble like or thought you know mortal Kombat, if they were like you know johnny i don't know they should have had they should have not created a character they should have just kept to the original character sure fine that's a valid opinion you didn't think this guy needed to be created all right cool no problem got it you know maybe he was created because they're going to bring back mortal Kombat, and it's a way to get people to buy the new games because they're going to throw coal in there and people are going, oh, well, this one has coal. I better buy it, right? Like, money-making. But to be like, it's because my white guy got knocked out and killed because he's white just seems a little bit of a stretch to me. That seems like my cheese argument about the moon. It doesn't hold a lot of weight besides me thinking that it is that way. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. If all female cast of Ghostbusters wasn't for you, no problem. Best thing about a movie that's not for you, you don't have to watch it again. But you don't have to go out of your way and be completely offended over a female cast of Ghostbusters. 
Like, are you that fragile? Like, well, you can't handle it. You know what I mean? It, they're they're changing they're changing it just because <laughs> to be woke. It's not like in the first fucking Ghostbusters movie, they hired an extra person that wasn't part of the original Ghostbusters. Oh, so that's right. In the world of Ghostbusting, other people can do it. That is set up in the movie that makes the EPA the villain. Yeah, that's right. Right, right. I, I So, yeah, I feel like your definition of woke that you've used makes a lot of sense. And then people, if there's anything that I wish at the end of this podcast is if you don't like something. And perhaps it's a movie because it has a gay sex, gay couple and gay sex in it, which I don't understand even the term of gay sex because there's no such thing. Sex is sex. Everyone can have anal sex. <laughs> Everyone has the capability to have anal sex. Everyone has the capability to have oral sex. So if you happen to see two people that identify as male or female engaging in sexual actions, and for some reason that upsets you, I fast forward the scene. <laughs> like, I can't get through Clockwork Orange because of the rape scene at the beginning. It bothers me. I can't get through it. It's really hard on me. Does that mean that I'm going to tell people they can't watch that movie? No, I'm not. That's up to everybody else to decide. And if they don't mind that scene, they can get through it. But I'm not going to run around and say that that movie needs to be taken away because of that scene. Like, there has to be a, a common sense point where you go, we are living in a world now where we are celebrating and finally bringing to light that there's multiple sexual relationships, multiple genders. And again, you know, why people get upset about gender identification is beyond me. Like, how does it affect you what someone else identifies as? But anyway, and, and there's inequalities that exist in our society. And if you are that afraid that you're going to lose your position of power, I can assure you that unless you're a big CEO running Twitter right now, or... <laughs> You're running other big corporations or at the top of the political tower. Like your life isn't going to be that impacted that much. <laughs> You've just been convinced it will be right. So yeah, just think before you use the term, just think, is well, this term appropriate? Well, what you said very well could have been highly thought out with a lot of things, but you were woke, so I stopped paying attention. <laughs> You're right, Darren. Making people. I know what? <laughs> I'm just mad about Ghostbusters, and I'm mad about Mortal Kombat now because I really am upset that Johnny Cage got killed because he's white. I can't, I can't move past that. I just, I'm actually when I get off this call right now, I'm gonna go play Mortal Kombat and make sure Johnny Cage wins every time, just to redemption him from being killed in the Mortal Kombat 2020 film. And I'm going to edit out the part about you talking about the rape scene in Clockwork Orange. Might, <laughs> might be uncomfortable for people because also making people aware that traumatic events in films exist. That's also woke. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. Silly me. <laughs> you can't tell people, hey, just a heads up. This might be hard for you to watch. So make right. a well-informed decision. That's woke. 
Got to get rid of it. <laughs> God, you just got to go through your drama head first. Right? <laughs> None of this other stuff. The last thing I want to mention about Woke, and I don't know. Have you? Okay, have you? Have you looked at the advertising for the Right Stuff conservative dating app? Oh God, no. Be- I <laughs> I can I have you been? Can you tell me about? Oh it? yeah, I sure have. So I I I I didn't know this was really a thing until, of course, you know, I I heard about. It. I'm like, no, this isn't a thing. And I googled it, and I was like, and I guess I found out they're having a hard time. Um, you know, getting women on the app. So I, I watched their promotional video, which is all women, right? And oh, they, of uh, right? And um, women of of color and women who I assume are white. Um, and it's like, what do you look for in a man? <laughs> Things like, you know, I want him to know his place in the relationship, strong, you know, other things. And they're like, virile. <laughs> like, what is a red flag? Definitely a liberal. No, sorry, not liberal. Definitely a Democrat. For sure, they all say Democrat. And I watched it over and over again laughing because I thought it was the funniest shit. Like, I thought it was like an SNL satire video. But I'm like, no, this is actually for real. So then I sent it to Scotty. (laughs) Like, you gotta watch this. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. And he's like, yeah, but Heather, that's legit. I'm like, (laughs) like, they were like, a a Democrat. Definitely a Democrat's a red flag. No Democrats. No Democrats. (laughs) if you replace something like that in canada they'd be like definitely an ndp and people would be like what's an ndp and they would all be having to fucking google it (laughs) (laughs) oh shit what's an ndp and why don't and why don't i want one but i just thought it was the funniest video and i'm like if nothing could sum up like i don't know the anti-woke culture it's this right wing the right stuff dating app it's just too much anyway i don't have any women on it for all these straight white dudes that can't find anybody it's it's a bunch of incels yelling about where are all the women (laughs) where my bitches at why why don't they want me (laughs) i've seen a few uh maybe real maybe fake craigslist posts that i that are screenshot that i imagine is the the basic thing about the right stuff i kind of Believe it or not, I get a lot of po- targeted political advertisement, Shush. especially on Facebook and Twitter. And for some reason on Facebook, it is mostly right wing. So I'm all these, you know, I'm lions, not sheep T-shirts. <laughs> and uh, I there were they've been trying to get some sort of right wing conservative dating thing i mean i it's it's sort of an easy shot but i think that religious people need to work harder at taking religion back from the the right wingers because the you know that's a whole other conversation but yeah yeah um since they can't pick up people at church they've got to find find another thing and, and I don't know if it was because I said fucking Republicans too many times, but for a while there, I was getting all of these <laughs> right wing dating things. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think I think I would. No, no. And I am definitely one of those people that if I find you very visibly 
gorgeous, just like, oh, my God. But I cannot separate my body from my politics. It's No, like, I, I understand. I, I can't. I, I don't think I ever really wished I could. No. I don't, you I don't know? want to. Yeah. But I, I just can't. It's like, I mean, and that's one of the things that I, Amanda loves that we sink so much politically, partly because she doesn't have to do much research on election time because I start researching all the candidates two or three months out. And so I'm just like, okay, you would probably like this person because of the what they said about this, this, and this, and all that other stuff. But also, yeah, I just, I, I couldn't be like what I'm trying to think of. Uh, I don't know if you know who James Carville is. I do. Okay. His wife is like the exact same thing as him, but for Republicans. What? And they're just like, we just don't talk about it. You know, it's like, oh, I, I, yeah. So I, I, I'm I, sure Candace Owens is probably attractive to a lot of people. But when she talks about the horrible things, it's just, uh, but, and yeah, so I, I don't know why I brought her up. Probably because of the Prager U and Ben Shapiro mm-hmm. and uh, you know, she she's definitely a figurehead of the conservative right wing, especially here in the States. Well, like, and oh, it's man. to put a a woman, and I feel like there's a lot of times where they'll put a woman of color, a woman that's identifies as white or presents as white, um, presents as typically heterosexual. Um, I have yet to see a lot of, you know, a transgender <laughs> individual come out and say that they are part of a very strong right wing agenda. I'm sure it exists. I'm not as uneducated to say it's not, but I don't see that in the media as much. Um, and there's probably a reason why. Uh, we all know there's a reason why. And I think it's I think you make a valid point, Darren. And I think for me, if when I have someone that uses the term woke around me as a derogatory term, it automatically drops them down in my book for when it comes to intelligence. And I don't care how that sounds. I find that you've gone to now the lowest denominator that you can't express your thoughts. So, for example, the movie Lucky that came out last year that was reflecting a woman that was attacked night after night after night. And was trying to emphasize that this is a problem. You know, we have women that are being attacked. Women are attacked by men. And it's a problem. And you get people that are like, well, you know, not all men. And, you know, not that. And I and I understand that for you, you feel as though someone is saying to you, you're a bad person. And you're insecure about that. Something about that triggers you, which is being triggered just so we're clear. <laughs> so, you know, and you feel the need to push back, but can we just admit that there's a problem when anyone sexually assaults another person and that we have a problem with men sexually assaulting women? And we don't have to say of course it's not all men or every single woman would be sexually assaulted in this fucking planet. So obviously it's not, but there is a problem. So for you to throw woke on lucky and say, I don't want to deal with that. If you say to me, you know, that's a message that's really hard for me to hear. And I don't know how I feel about that. I respect that a lot more than you telling me it's woke or I'm not ready to learn about that. Or 
it's made me look at things differently and I'm not ready for that. But people don't want to say that because that also opens up vulnerability, right? So fucking frustrating that it, I, uh, half the time I'll, I'll dig in at first when I hear somebody say that. And if they, there's just a brick wall of no give when I mm-hmm. was like, okay, well then it's not worth it. That's right. It's, we can agree to disagree about lots of things except for the validity of a human existing. Exactly. We can disagree about pizza toppings. Yeah. And we can disagree about whether Friends is a funny show or not. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree that I think that making fun of somebody for wanting to be called a specific pronoun or a specific name. It would be like if you asked me to call you Darren and I refused to do that and I called you by another name and completely disregarded it. If you're willing to call someone by their nickname, their middle name, why should a pronoun affect who you are why do you have to know a gender of something to feel better if you know your own gender and you're comfortable with that awesome if you're upset about someone else's you probably have some self-exploration to do (laughs) going on internally with you because most people don't get upset over things that don't affect their daily living life Uh, yeah you think you think about how how people that complain about these sorts of things if they spend a lot of time complaining about Sting or Prince mm-hmm. or Madonna mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. when people change their names when they get married or or anything anything like that and you know what these people have ruined and I never really liked the the gender reveal party I hated gender I was thing. an original hater of gender reveal I, I hated it for it was since its creation at first, I thought it was like maybe call it the sex sex reveal, but then that mm. makes people think they're coming to a different kind of party. Yeah, um, oh, I'd be coming to that party. I'd but definitely it's, show up for that. It, but it it seemed odd to me, and I was like, okay, whatever. But when it when you evaluate it and the just the ingrained, yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm too woke. But I sometimes giving a child a name before, you know, when they're little is it's presumptuous of us. But you know right. what? It's it, we've set things up. So of it, it, I mean, there was a guy who changed his name to Optimus Prime. And you know what people did? They said, OK, your name's Optimus Prime. But I think your point there, Darren, is so accurate. My dad goes by William Terrence Powell. All the men in my dad's family are named William. Very, very patriarchal shit. But he goes by Terry. And never in a million years would anyone be like, no, your first name is William and I shall call you as such. And I I will always stand behind, and especially more now, today, more than ever, if someone says, oh, it's so woke that they you know, don't want to, you know, they want to raise their baby as non-gendered. I'm like, why, why does that affect you? Are you upset that they're not wearing pink and being said she? Does that affect your, what do you identify as? Well, I'm a female male. So does that affect your identity? I'm just wondering, does it? Because if it's making you question it, then maybe we need to have a conversation. Maybe you're not comfortable with your identity because 
I'll tell you right now, I identify as female. I'm straight, heterosexual. I've said that several times in this podcast. And I do that all the time when I do my courses. I teach queer counseling because I want to be acknowledgement of my, my privilege and where I am and who I am. And I choose to do that. But if someone says to me that they're a different gender or whatever it may be, it doesn't make me question whether I'm a female or not. And if it did, I would want to explore that and have that conversation. It feels great. Glad we're finally in a time where not everything has to be male, female. Awesome. How does it affect your life to be accepting of someone else's way of doing things? And most people, when I do that, I have yet to anyone give me an answer that makes any more sense than, well, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, Because there is no other answer. There is none. Like, there is no other answer. Like, if you were raising now, and I believe your son identifies as male for now, my understanding. Seems, seems so. Yeah, and right? oh, speaking of which, you can have all the intent of raising away from the stereotypes of things. Yes. We, we have never bought him a toy gun. He has 20 toy guns. He, you know... Yeah. But what a cool thing is, he really likes pink. He's got some pink shoes. He doesn't give a shit. He's like, I've got some pink shoes. But anyway, sorry. Well, and society, like, we still live in a society. Don't worry, everybody. Everything's still real fucking gendered oriented. So don't worry. Your kid's going to go to school and be told by their peers what's male and what's female still. Don't worry. We got lots of society pumping that shit out still. But, like, it's 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 still, like, what, you know, if, you're, if your son was to, you know, if you were to come to me and said, oh, you know, he's exploring his sexuality, I'd be like, oh, that's great. You know, that's so great that you and your wife can support him during that. We'd be like, well, why? Why, why is he plays hockey? Hockey's a man's sport. Girls can't play hockey. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It, 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 it play it with a penis. Me. Right, only, only penises. Definitely not women who have done way better in the Olympics than our male teams. Definitely not right. women. Uh, definitely when, not definitely not women <laughs> definitely not shout out to the ohio state women's hockey team and i follow team canada women's sarah nurse and a couple of those other people anyway sorry um no i follow and my I, last note i'll make on this is i practice what i preach my girlfriend um is pregnant and she's having a baby on her own she chose to do fertility treatments she chose to find the sex of the baby but I will always say when she says, oh, it's male, I'll be like, oh, the sex, the biological sex is male. Yeah. Because your child will be born into this world and you can put him in or, well, if you're going to refer to him as him, in blue jumpers all you want and buy all the toy trucks in the entire world. Like I grew up loving wrestling, horror movies, sports and, you know, and I still associate as a very much a heterosexual woman that, you know, also wears pretty dresses, quote unquote, and does my makeup. So like I, you know, it's a biological thing. And, and to be upset and offended is, is more, if you're more offended by that, then you really need to evaluate what your own issues are. And I encourage people to do that. And I don't mean that in a condescending way. I mean it in like, are you okay way? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you shouldn't be stressed out about this. You use pronouns without even knowing. Right. It's just anyway. And so I wanted to bring up those top 10 woke movies. That was a good discussion because I didn't quite get the argument for some of them. Um, and it just kind of continuously the people just use it as a label for things they don't like or don't understand or are intimidated by. Um, it's woke. 
I want to be asleep. I guess is the opposite. Like I can't. I, I hate. I hate it because I, it's woke. <laughs> Means I want to be unaware. Like you said. Yeah. Un- uncomfortable. That's and, and of course. And I we feel are... like no one wanted to be unaware of the Mortal Kombat film. So I feel like <laughs> that woke term doesn't make sense. What are you really saying? Are you really saying that you feel as a white man that you've been kicked out of the Mortal Kombat game too early? Like. <laughs> Not about me. Like what, like, what is it about Johnny Cage's demise that pushed you over the edge for Mortal Kombat 2020? I can't identify with the main character. It doesn't Look, make me feel special. Sub Zero just doesn't, doesn't do it for me. I can't. Like, so, it's on either Johnny Cage or Buzz. Either Johnny Cage or Buzz. It's gotta be. Sorry. I just can't get past that. That was probably my favorite thing I learned this evening is that people think Mortal Kombat 2020 is woke. I I, <laughs> I never would have thought of that. You know, I, I figured I figured they them would be there, like like yeah, I nope. said. I figured Jordan Peele, of course, because yeah. you know uh, I figured they didn't even put um what the Black Christmas remake. In there. Oh, that was number twelve. Oh, number I just 12. go all the way down okay. because then after that it gets into rape revenge films, oh. and it's all just white women fighting back that they are that they're even more mad about, but they're not as mad about that as they are about Jordan Peele and anything that has to do with blacks coming back and fighting back and talking about inequalities in our system. <laughs> That's the biggest woke horror. Too far. Too, too far. far. Too, too far. far. Uh. <laughs> you yeah. know, the show is supposed to bring us closure, Darren. All it did was teach us that people don't like Ghostbusters still, No Time to Die, Birds of Prey, and Mortal Kombat 2020. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, and uh, have you seen Lovecraft Country, by the way? No, I haven't. I should watch it, though. I'm a big Jordan Peele fan. Because I'm woke. Yeah, because you're woke. <laughs> and that one, yeah. I mean, because that one's a bit more obvious. It's fucking really good. I um, I think Amanda likes it more than the book, but it is based off of oh, a book. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's really oh. good. Well, your, of... your wife reads? She's so woke. <laughs> so woke she's probably with a book right now oh my god she's educating herself as a woman you allow that that doesn't sound like you have the right stuff darren very alpha male of you no <laughs> i cooked her dinner before i came out here actually that is an alpha male did you ever see the meme that's like guys talk about being alpha males alpha males take care of their packs do you walk around with a fanny pack with snacks and like all this <laughs> other stuff oh no the, oh the last god. The last alpha male thing I saw was some some guy that's always on Twitter talking about how he's an alpha male and stuff. And it's like, oh, only alpha males eat at Hooters. And some girl was like, actually, all you oh, beta males who think you're alphas come in and then we laugh at you later. And so, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Alpha males eat at Hooters. <laughs> Nothing funny. against Hooters, but I went there once. I didn't like their food. Well, you know, and they're and they're very much like there's other restaurants up here. We don't have hoot. Well, we have a couple of Hooters in Canada. Not it's not a 
popular chain per se. Um, it tends to be in business capital cities and mm, stuff like that, right? Traveling people, go or, when they're you know, for them. yeah, right. But we do have other restaurants that will, you know, sexualize their young female servers, uh, shock faint, and you know, some of them sexualize their young identified as male servers as well. So, you know, it's not an uncommon factor but i know myself that generally speaking the food isn't the best <laughs> at those restaurants because that's not what they're they're running their reputation on generally speaking of course like i'm sure there could be places that it's better uh but they tend not to be you know where you're going to go for the best chicken wings around you can usually find better chicken wings somewhere else <laughs> alpha should know how to sniff out meat you know an alpha should know where the best chicken wings are. Are you really an alpha male if you can't find <laughs> best I, chicken wings? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to think about that while I'm folding yeah, you're gonna have to later. Think tonight. about that while your wife reads. and you... <laughs> If she reads and I fold laundry. Oh my gosh. Darren. <laughs> such a woke household. I washed her Next delicates today. Me. Laid everything Next down she's... flat. Huh. <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me your kids' books don't just have white people in them. Are you going to tell me? <laughs> well, I guess I should use this moment non-sponsored. Uh, we do have a subscription. I think it's called Our Shelves. Ooh. And there's a lot of cool kids' books like uh, like Uncle Something's Wedding. I was dealing with an uncle marrying an, the new uncle. And well, there's what are your words, which is all about pronouns and uh, a lot of other cool stuff, you know, about civil rights and wokeness. Um, uh, civil rights. So, and he's he does have some some Dr. Seuss, but none of the books that they just stopped making because nobody reads those anymore. Oh, because Chinamen eat rice isn't quality reading for an education for your son because you like fried rice. He's going to be so questioned. He's like, but dad, Dr. Seuss says only one type of people can eat rice. I was looking at his anti-Japanese propaganda posters from World War II. Why aren't all of my children books exactly like that? You know, it's interesting, right? And I'm glad to hear that there's open shelf, like stuff like that. It it provides it provides an opportunity for us to be no longer afraid of who we want to be. Can you I can't imagine living my life unable to express who I love, express who I am, out of fear of ridicule. And I, I don't get how someone can seriously look another human being in the face and being like, no, no, you deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve that, I, and it's inconvenient to me to care. And so. and the and the apathy, right? I just saw a thing that was like the the last level of white supremacy is apathy. Is is well, there's two sides to every story. I'm not into politics, mm-hmm. and. To me, it's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. That's yeah. you basically saying, I'm really comfortable with my level of status and power, and I'm super afraid it's going to be taken away from me, even though I probably don't have that much status and power. Yeah. I've just been convinced that I do. 
because other people hold it over top of me. Um, so I guess like among the other ones, I'm the highest and I don't, and I just don't want other people for some reason it's going to take, I don't know, take more of my pie and then I'm going to have less pie. It's just such a, it's such a foreign concept for me. I can't wrap my head around it. Can't be neutral on a moving train. You know what? That's a really good point to make actually. Very good metaphor. Who said it was a very smart person said that quick. Was it your wife? Because she reads all those books. (laughs) She she probably read uh read a book by this person. See, that's the problem. They start getting educated, Darren. You know, next she's gonna want to vote. She's gonna want to have abortion rights. Like, that's the problem in your country today, is clearly people pushing back. Women expecting to be treated like people. Like they Uh, can decide what happens to their bodies. Pish posh applesauce. (laughs) Can't be neutral on a moving train is a book by Howard Zinn. Okay. I like it. Are are you familiar with? I am uh, not familiar with Howard Swanson. I'm not as smart as Darren. I'm not as smart as Darren. I would maybe, if you want to have like an audio book that you just do a little you can it's in sections where you could just do a specific thing here and there but Howard Zinn was responsible for the people's history of the United States if oh you, okay if you've heard of that okay. book yep uh but that's where they, they go through like Christopher Columbus's diaries and do oh, the nice. horrible thing about saying what he actually said and uh, but it's it's like, yeah, a people's history of the United States. And it goes all up to I forget the last time he updated it, but he died in 2010. But he was a historian, playwright, uh, socialist. Oh, no. You know, you know, I do feel like the United States is more scared of socialism than we are up here. Like, I do feel there are people that are afraid of so we, we live in a fairly socialist state um at times and times but i i feel like it's a real scary thing for some folks it's pro i think part of it is left remnants from the anti-communism shit from yeah the, i guess so the cold war or whatever and and also just all the money that's behind the for-profit medical industry and all the other things is like Huge. socialism it's you know it's like People showing the effects of late stage capitalism and calling it socialism doesn't make it socialism. But yeah, people are always no. like, look at these empty shelves. This is what they're like, no, this is a very capitalist country. Like, I don't get why they think empty anyway. It just it, yeah. economically, it confuses me so much. Like, I just, you know, yes. But this has been a very great conversation, Darren. I always enjoy massaging out terms with you and looking at how people apply them and maybe hopefully challenging people to think if they are upset by something that they perceive as quote unquote woke, maybe do some internal thought as to why maybe talk to someone if you need to like this, we're not being condescending here. Like literally if you're struggling with your own identity or your own thoughts on something, that's okay. We don't all have the answers. I get corrected on stuff every day that I don't know. And it's okay to be educated and it's okay to learn. You're not going to know everything. And yeah. maybe there's something about you that you've felt that you've had to keep oppressed and you don't. 
Like if it's if it's something about your gender or your identity identity, just because something's bringing it out to you in a in a show or whatever, maybe it's good for you to explore it. But though, or if not, you just listen to what did you get this called once this podcast? What was an echo chamber at Liberal? Oh, le- yeah, a radical leftist echo chamber. And it, I don't know if it was because of it, but it was after an episode about Richard Nixon and Watergate. So I don't know what horrible leftist thing I said. But, you know, but... Oh, you've been saying leftist things for years. I think they... <laughs> I have. I am definitely my own echo chamber. Well, and it's, you know, it's a view that you believe is right. I also believe it's right. And to be honest, it's like if I wanted to go and listen to, you know, Prague U stuff, obviously, if you're listening to that stuff, you probably believe it's right, unless you're daring and you're educating yourself. But most people <laughs> are going to just listen to the views that they think is is right. And if you're listening to this, and for some reason, if you are some, like, very anti-wokist, hopefully we've given you something to think about. If not, we hope we made you laugh and also question whether how Mortal Kombat 2020 is woke. We hope you too are sitting there going, but why? <laughs> get get started on your uh, your petition campaign. Yes. Although, let's. I mean, we're we're wrapping up right here, but that brings up the very interesting anti cancel culture uh, debacle, which is let's boycott you for cancel culture purposes. Um, you know, burn. <laughs> burn your Carhartt coats and smash your socialist coffee machines and all those other fun things, but bringing things back to, yeah, the, the, if you made it this far and you are the person that Heather just described, thank you. That's over an hour at least. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. listening to us be like, and and it's true. I don't quite get, yeah, yeah. We could talk about how like now people put Canadian flags on the back of their vehicles as a sign of freedom, and they still protest COVID restrictions, even though there are literally zero COVID restrictions in this country anymore. There are zero. People are still protesting. I don't quite get why they're protesting. And then they're saying they're heroes for not getting the vaccine. Don't quite get how you're a hero for that uh heroes are people who worked frontline heroes are the people from our indigenous community that have suppressed years of trauma um not not you who didn't get a vaccine that that's your choice that's fine but you're not a hero so yeah we got that shit too and um they're up here my country they're they're up here and there's like one truck that drives up and down my street it literally has like so many canadian flags on it that came this year and i wasn't sure who was like the crazy one that i needed to like avoid on the (laughs) on the highway and who was just patriotic about our country and even then canada day hasn't had the same celebration i now donate on that day to indigenous communities and we spend time with my friends kids talking about the real history of canada Mm. um which isn't nice you know it's well it's nice for me who's white and you know, got a lot of privilege and shit from stuff, but it's not nice about what my ancestors did. And to be honest with that, right? Um, so it's it's changed in the last couple of years, which is okay. You grow and you change. But yeah, we've had we've had that kind of cancel culture, but with like other stuff. It's it's been an interesting slice. We actually had a white supremacist run for mayor in the city I live in. 
Mm. Thank God he less he got less than two percent of the vote, but Darren, he still got two percent of the vote. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Scared like that's still two percent too many, right? Yeah. Right. So. Uh, yeah. That's not fun. That's not woke. Nazi- <laughs> Nazis are not woke. No, they're not. And this guy was straight out like, "I am a white supremacist. This is what my platform is." Um. I'm glad that he obviously did not get more than 2%, but 2% for us is still like, I don't know, I'll say 500 people. That means 500 people in my city were like, yes. You know what I mean? And, and to me, that's 500 too many. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah. You're either pro Nazi or you don't care enough to know. Yeah, I feel like in any shape or form, if you – and it's the apathy. It's the apathy of, oh, well, it doesn't affect me. I think that's a very good pyramid on the last level of white supremacy where you kind of just sit, you know, and it's not that you have to go out and protest, but you can support that community by doing many different things. Mm-hmm. And not everyone's going to be like Darren, who's a protester and been protesting since the ripe old age of six. <laughs> Some people will just do it by buying from businesses. Buying from businesses is one of the most simplest ways you can honestly do shit. It literally is like the simplest way. Like I, we buy from indigenous businesses, my friends and I, and that doesn't make what our ancestors did. Okay. Like, let's make this very clear. It doesn't fix it, but at least we're financially supporting a group that maybe doesn't have the same level of support that other groups do. And we're contributing to their business. That's something better than being like, Oh, well, you know, something is always more than nothing. You know, at Canada day, if we drummed in our red and white and made red and white cookies and set off fireworks and talked about how great fucking Canada was, (laughs) Fine, we're not hurting anybody, but we're not addressing the fact that we have hundreds of fucking bodies under residential schools. Hundreds of fucking bodies. More found of children all the time. That were ripped from their families because we came here and we colonized them. So, you know, it doesn't fix it, but it at least shows I want to support you. I want to share resources with you that you should have always had in the first place that I, my people stole from you. Right. For fuck's sakes, people just at least spend money on businesses or donate minimum minimum. Every group needs a bard and, uh, and, uh, and a warrior and, uh, an archer and a mage. And there's, there's a job in every, what, what were those called? quest parties or yeah you're right oh wow scott's listening to this right now he's like quest parties i got it <laughs> Scott, my, my co-worker my co-worker my colleague from friday nightmares um but yeah it's up, not all this can be a darren not all of us can be as informed as darren is and as politically active as darren is it's true though darren it's true but we can all do something for fuck's sakes do something <laughs> do something and i still need to do more i don't know well you do a lot but I've got to become Super Saiyan Woke. 
can't wait for us to write, write the new 2020 2022 Mortal Kombat. It's going to be all the white characters die in the first five minutes. <laughs> Sonya, sorry. <laughs> Everyone's dead. It's going to be a movie about all the other ones. We'll have reptile. It'll be like, oh, deep reptile. <laughs> Not even human. <laughs> sorry. Okay. No, that's perfect. Oh, man. I think we, we ended, I think we finished. I think, was that the end? I don't know. I think that's the end. Watch for Darren and I's new Mortal Kombat coming out. Yep. We're going to make everybody mad. <laughs> coming out. Not from Ben Shapiro's movie company, I'm sure. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Darren. Always great times. Always, always a pleasure. Do you want to... You, I mean, you you promoted quite a few cool things. Do you want to prevent uh, promote any of the cool things that you have done? Or um, sure. I think or... the biggest one, because we're on Legion, we are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network. Darren and I, uh, you can find me on the Friday Nightmares podcast along with Mister Smoke Show Crawford. Um, we're a horror movie podcast. We are very much, I would say, left leaning. And we are, we try to use inclusive language. Actually, Scott corrected me on the last episode of a term I used that was outdated, which I greatly appreciated. And you know what, Darren? I didn't get upset about it. I thanked him for correcting me and I moved on with my life. It's amazing. Um, So if you want us, we talk about 2022 releases. We, uh, we talk about cool stuff that we do. And then we usually talk about a couple of movies right now. We're doing horror around the world. And that's been a really interesting experience. And we do Out of the Dark. We did a Halloween 5, or a Halloween end spoiler that I'm sure, uh, spoiler, we did not hate the movie, which a lot of people did. So uh, if you want to hear us talk about how people need to just uh, relax a little bit, that it's just a film, you can hear that too. And that is also under the Kill the Cast feed on the Legion Podcast Network, along with all our great Legion podcast friends that are there. Well, it's always fun talking with you, however we do it. Verbally, I think we get a little bit more goofy. We do. We do. Uh, but that's, that's and good. sarcastic. Yes. Very sarcastic about, you know, Darren now has to go tell his wife to stop reading, and he has to go do some laundry. I'm going to ban her books. I'm going to go ban all of her books. All of her books. Except for good housekeeping. That's the only one, right? I'm going to make her learn how to cook. I'm going to, yes, uh, the joy of cooking that she gave me is for her now. I'm going to go unpack my son's lunch and make her do it. That's right. And she's going to rub my feet That's tonight right. Instead That's right. of... Yeah. Yeah. Finally, you have the right stuff, Darren. <laughs> Honestly, go watch that YouTube promo video. Everyone who's listening right now, no matter what political side you are on, watch this video. It is the funniest shit. Sometimes if I'm having a bad day, I go to the website and I watch the video again because it's so funny. It's so funny. What's the red flag? Definitely a Democrat. Definitely a Democrat. <laughs> Oh, for sure, Democrat. <laughs> they don't know how to treat a woman. <laughs> like, people actually say that. Like, that is something anyone would actually say. Well, obviously not. There's no women on the sites. 
Have fun with your sausage party, incels. Right? Oh, man! <laughs> so tricky. Oh, too funny. Anyway, thanks again, Darren. This is a blast. It was a blast. And that's how you gotta deal with dumb shit like anti-wokeness. He did what we all must learn to do. You. And you. And you. And you. Yup. And cover.